Story 23 of Lulu, Alice, and Jimmy Wibblewobble by Howard R. Garris. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Jimmy in a Tall Tree It had rained in the morning, and of course the grounds were too slippery and wet to play ball. That is, they were for Sammy Littletail and Billy and Johnny Bushytail, but naturally Jimmy Wibblewobble, the boy Duck, and Bully, the boy Frog, would not have minded the wet the least bit. But there wasn't any ball game, so Jimmy was playing all alone in the woods back of his house and wishing it hadn't rained. Oh, I wish some of the boys would come over, he said. We could do something, even if it is wet. I'm lonesome. Just then he heard a voice singing in the woods, and he heard the branches of the trees moving about, and bits of bark falling off, and this is the song he heard. You have to sing it quite slowly to get the full effect. Oh, it is such fun if you see the sun when the rain has gone away. If you'll come with me, you may climb a tree, and in the top we'll play. Oh, the winds may blow, and the cows may crow, but what care we for that? As you scamper high near the bright blue sky, look out, or you'll lose your hat. And with that, who should come scampering out of the tree but Billy and Johnny Bushytail, the squirrel brothers? No, Sister Sally wasn't with them this time, having stayed at home to wheel her corn-cob doll in the carriage her brothers had made for her. "'Hello!' cried Billy and Johnny. "'Hello, Jimmy!' "'Ah, uh, why didn't you chaps come over to play ball?' asked the little boy duck. "'Oh, it was too wet,' replied Johnny. "'But say, Jimmy, did you hear us singing?' "'Sure,' answered Jimmy. "'But say, cows don't crow.' "'I know it,' replied Johnny. "'Billy made up that verse, and I made the first one. He said he had to have something like that in it, or it wouldn't be right. But no matter. Did you like it? Yes, pretty well. Shall we sing it again? asked Johnny. No, don't, begged his brother. He's been singing it all morning, and I'm getting tired of it. Even if I did make up one verse, he explained. But say, Jimmy, don't you wish you could climb a tall tree like this? And before you could say, Salamagundi, or maybe incomprehensibility, or even disproportionability, why, Billy had run to the top of the tree and down again. Don't you wish you could? he asked again. Yes, answered Jimmy, looking up. I wish I could climb a tree, but I guess ducks weren't made for that. I once tried to fly, and I didn't succeed very well. I'll stay on the ground, I think. Come on, let's have a catch. I've got a ball. No, spoke Johnny. I have an idea. Billy, why can't you and I teach Jimmy to climb a tree? If we pick out one with branches close together, I'm sure he could get up it. We can help him, and he can take hold of some of the limbs in his bill like a parrot takes hold of wires in his cage. Fine, cried Billy. Will you do it, Jimmy? Sure, answered the little boy duck, but he didn't know what was going to happen, or maybe he wouldn't have tried to climb up. Well, the squirrel selected quite a tall tree, but rather an easy one and Jimmy managed to scramble up the first low limbs with Billy and Johnny boosting him. After that, it wasn't quite so hard, and he was able to get quite a distance, pulling himself with his yellow bill. He was not very graceful, and I'm sure if you ever saw a duck climb a tree, you would agree with me. But finally, after a great deal of hard work, Jimmy was right at the top branch where the two squirrels sat blinking their eyes. How do you like it? asked Johnny. Fine, cried Jimmy. Quack, quack, quack. Now, when a duck says quack three times, you know he is very much pleased indeed. Oh, what a fine view Jimmy had! But he didn't dare frisk around as Billy and Johnny did, for he was a trifle dizzy. 
Then, after he had been up there some time, he thought he had better go down, for the wind was blowing the treetop, and he wasn't used to it. So after Billy and Johnny had sung their song again, Jimmy started to the ground. Well, you know how it is yourself, if you have ever climbed a tree. It's easy to go up, but it's hard to get down. The limb for your feet is never where you think it is. Poor Jimmy tried, and Billy and Johnny helped him, but he didn't dare turn around to go down backward, and that's the only way you can get down a tree unless you're a squirrel. Then Jimmy began to get frightened. He knew it was time for him to go home, but it began getting darker and darker and darker, and there he was, right in the top of the tree, as far away from the ground as ever. He tried once more, but he didn't dare let go of one branch with his bill while he put his foot down on another limb below, and there he was. Oh, what an unpleasant situation to be in, to say the least. I'll never get down, cried Jimmy. I wish I'd stayed on the ground. Billy and Johnny began to get frightened, too, for it was partly their fault, and they were just going off for some kind of help, though what kind they didn't know, when they heard a noise. It was a swishing, swooping, swooshing noise, and who should fly down out of the sky but that good, kind fishhawk? who once carried Billy and Johnny on his back to Lincoln Park. As soon as the squirrels saw him, they cried out, Oh, please help Jimmy Wibblewobble down. He's in a tall tree and can't reach the ground. Why, of course, to be sure, replied the kind fishhawk, and he alighted in the tree, and Jimmy got upon his strong, broad back, and the fishhawk flew gently to the earth, and that's how Jimmy got down. And maybe he wasn't glad of it. I know I am, anyhow. Now listen, the moving man didn't get my typewriter after all. So if we have a coconut chocolate mustard apple pie cake for supper, I can tell you a story tomorrow night, and it will be about the party Alice and Lulu had and what happened at it. Something wonderful, too, let me tell you. End of Story 23